Congratulations, high five, and a virtual fist bump coming right in through your ear pods. You have made it through the most challenging year we've ever lived through, and we have turned the page. It's a brand new year. It's new possibilities, but you know I like to keep it real with you. I'm coming today with some good news, and I've got some unfortunate news. So let's get the unfortunate news out of the way first. Even though we've turned the page on the calendar, you might have noticed not much has changed in the external world. We're still in a pandemic. The vaccine rollout has been slow at best. There's still a lot of uncertainty in the job market and in the economy. But here is the great news for you. Your joy, your abundance, your success in 2021 has nothing to do with what's happening in the external world. Because you can create it internally. And I've seen this happen time after time. Literally everybody in my client community last year moving through the challenge with a sense of ease, with flow, with fun, and unprecedented success. You heard some of those client case studies in the interviews uh, you know, over the last few months of 2020. But how do you create it? There is one thing that separated the people who were stuck in overwhelm and anxiety, panicked about the situation in the world versus the people who were able to 10X their success, their joy, and their abundance. One word is the key, clarity. And coming up on episode 130 of the Life Amplified podcast, get out your pen and paper. I'm gonna give you 21 questions for 2021 that will help you create more clarity and more success this year. Welcome to Life Amplified. My name is Dan Mason. In 2012, I was overweight, getting divorced, battling depression, and feeling trapped in a career where I was successful, but bored and unfulfilled. And it's actually the greatest gift I've ever been given. I used my pain as a springboard to discover my life's purpose. Now, I want to share the same tools and strategies which help transform my life with you. So you can live Life Amplified. There's a big misperception in the personal development and the self-help world that, you know, lack clarity is just for those lost people that don't know their purpose. Those are people who are just, you know, they've been aimless their whole life. And that's not true. A lack of clarity can happen to anybody. We all go through seasons and stages in our life. And, you know, one of the things that you've been with me since we launched the podcast in 2017, you've been with me on the journey of, you know, building a business from scratch and creating the success that I have in my life. And I'll tell you, in that first 18 months of the podcast, I created all the things that were the biggest vision I had for my life. You know, multiple six-figure business, national media appearances, number one podcast, being able to coach my clients while I look out at the Pacific Ocean from my place here in Southern California. And then I got everything I wanted, and you know what happens? And you've probably been in this position where you're like, well, what's my next level? You know, is sometimes we can get everything and be a high performer but still lack clarity about the road ahead. If you're a person who wants to leave your job and pursue a new career, Statistically speaking, one in four people this year are ready to choose a new career path because of the reflection that they've done in the pandemic. If you are a person who's an empty nester now, your life has been wrapped up in raising your kids and now they're out of the house and you're wondering, well, what the hell do I do with my time now? Or if you're just a person where the pandemic has disrupted your life, you have been forced to pivot and make a change. Sometimes we're not sure what that looks like. 
But what I'd like to inspire you to do here in these first few weeks of 2021 is to make the switch. Do not be the person who is riding in the passenger seat of life and just waiting for clarity. As if somehow the skies are going to open up and God himself is going to ride down with trumpets playing and just present you with your path forward in your life. The people who are creating an extraordinary life, they actively seek clarity and they are creators. They're not reactors. And I truly believe that this idea of proactively seeking clarity about your next level in your life is directly tied to your emotional wellness. You know, the people who are just waiting to see what happens, they're waiting to figure it out. What happens? Well, you take less initiative. When you take less initiative, you have less momentum. When you have no momentum, you're not creating progress in your life. And as a result, you're not happy. You know, the real key to feeling happy in any moment is just knowing that you're making progress toward your goals. It's not even about achieving the goal. If you just know you are taking the steps forward, you feel great. Your self-esteem is high. You're in self-integrity. You're more lit up. You have more energy. And that is what I want to help you create this week. And the first shift you and I are going to make, I've talked about this before on past New Year's podcast. It's less about what you want to do with your life. A bunch of people set goals and then they never reach it because they never consider who they want to be. You know, the goals that you reach, you're only going to be as successful as the person that you are at the level of identity. And I think these 21 questions I'm going to share this week are going to help you hone in on that because there are four major areas to your life that you need to be clear about if you're going to create your next level. And the first area is clarity of self. Everybody knows what they do for a living. You might put yourself into a box and say that you're a parent or a father or a mother. There are people who have lost their job and that becomes their identity. They just say, oh, I'm unemployed right now. You know, I'm fun employed when we want to be playful with it during the pandemic. But you're so much more than those things. So really, as we consider who am I, the questions that you want to ask yourself in this category is what makes you matter? Not that what makes you matter is tied to an external result. From a spiritual level, everybody matters the same. Nobody's life is worth more than someone else's. But get clear on what are the things that really make you special in the world. And a good place to start is to think about what people come to you for. What advice do people seek out from you? Is there a common theme in that? Are there things that you're really, really good at? What are your gifts, right? The things that come easy to you, that you showed a natural talent for at an early age, those are the first two questions I want you to consider. What makes me matter? What are my gifts? And then, of course, another thing we, we want to consider, what within us is marketable out in the job world? What can we use to make money? What is your most economically valuable skill? And even on that question, here's a tremendous opportunity to think from 30,000 feet up. If you're an accountant and people are always like, Dan, you give so much crap to accountants on your podcast. It's not. I love my accountants. I've worked with many in the past you know, to help them figure out their purpose. But being an accountant might not be the economically valuable skill. It could just be that you are very detail-oriented. It could be that you are reliable and trustworthy. 
think about that. If people are hiring you as an accountant, they're pretty much putting their trust in you that you are not going to get them audited by the IRS. A good accountant can make their client feel safe. So don't just give me the job title. I'm a life coach for a living, but being a life coach is not necessarily my most economically valuable skill. My skill is in my compassion, my ability to make people feel heard and understood. Uh, My empathy is economically valuable and also my wisdom, the fact that I can hear the things people are saying but understand the things that they're not saying and help them get clarity very quickly. So that's a question here where we don't just want to think about the job title. Think about what makes you really unique at your job. Question number four that will give you clarity in 2021 is what makes me feel alive? So many people think that my role as a coach is to try to push you into becoming an entrepreneur. (laughs) That is not what I'm about at all. I don't think entrepreneurship is for everybody. And I have one of my clients who just did a four-day New Year's kickoff with me as part of a workshop that I did online. She loves her job. She works in the mental health field. She's great at her job. She has no desire to pivot or move into another lane. But you know what makes her feel alive? Flying. And her dream, her whole adult life, would be to go get her pilot's license. That's the thing that she's actually made a goal for this year. It has nothing to do with the career. It's finding that balance and pursuing the interests that spark joy for her. So let's think about what that is for you. You know, when was the last time you felt most switched on and alive? There's tremendous wisdom that will give you clarity of yourself. Two more questions I want you to consider here. What is my most productive habit? What are the high value things that you engage in in your life that you know deliver a return on investment? For some people, it's working out. You know, for some people, if you're a real estate agent, it might be prospecting and marketing yourself, finding new clients so you fill the funnel. A very high ROI habit for people is to get to bed before 10 p.m., get a solid eight hours sleep. It's The answer is different for everybody, but we want you to get clarity. What is your most productive habit so you can do that more often? Sometimes the things that, that are our most productive habits, we lose track of when we get caught up of taking care of other people, especially during a global pandemic. And that brings me to question number six, which is, what is my habit with the most destructive consequence? Is it drinking half a bottle of wine at night and waking up feeling like garbage in the morning? Is it doom scrolling through Facebook? Maybe it's gossiping, judging other people. But these are all wonderful questions that will give you a better sense of who you are and where you can course correct to be more of the person that you want to be in the coming year. The second area of your life where you really need to focus on getting some clarity is in your relationships. You know, the quality of your life to a large degree is about the quality of your relationships. You can be crushing it in your career, high performer, making great income, doing work you love, but if you're not creating that time for the balance to foster and really invest in the relationships that add joy to your life, you're missing the boat to some degree. So here's question number seven for 2021. Who do I want to be socially? 
I'll tell you what, nothing like living through a global pandemic made me reassess a lot of the old stories I had about myself socially. I've always fancied myself as being an introvert, you know, more of an extroverted introvert. If I have to be on stage, if I'm interviewing a guest, I can turn the switch on. But I've always been a bit of a recluse in my private time. And then all of a sudden, the social outlets get taken away. And I was like, holy crap, I really like people and I like to be around them. (laughs) So this year, when I think about who I want to be socially, I want to be connected. I want to be visible. You know, I want to be out there having fun, building community in in ways that are responsible. Obviously, living in California, where you know we've got a lot of mandates and COVID cases are through the roof. But I look forward to this vaccine taking hold, so that I can really create some deeper relationships in my life this year. Question number eight I want you to consider is how do I want to treat other people? And that answer won't be the same across the board. By the way. You know, it requires context. You're going to show up differently with your partner than you will with your children. You're going to show up differently with your children than you will with your clients or your boss. But really start to get clear on how do you want to treat people? Because that was a place in 2020 with all the stress where many of us lost sight of that. You know, we just, we fell off. We responded from anger. We responded from panic. We responded from judgment. Would you like to change that this year? And in what way? That's question number eight. We'll move on to question number nine. What boundaries do I need to set and maintain? A lot of people listening today, you might be a person who's great at setting boundaries until somebody pushes back on the boundary and then you collapse on yourself. This is a major area where people fell off when it came to their workload. You know, here we were eliminating probably 90 minutes to two hours of commute time for many people in America, and yet the average American worked an extra 59 hours while they were working from home. And so much of that was driven by the fear of, well, I want to make the cut and I want to appear to be valuable if there's a budget cut. You know, there's a lot of anxious energy underneath that, but this is a year You know, what could you have done with that extra seven full workdays that you gave to your employer for free? What could you have done in your creative pursuits? What time could you have spent with the people that you love? Where can you set the boundary this year? Who do you need to say no to? Very important question. Question number 10, take inventory on who adds energy to your life and who steals your energy and Adjust your schedule accordingly. We want to spend more time with the people who add energy, who make you feel good, who raise your vibration than the negative Nancys who are constantly you know, sharing worst possible scenarios and living in fear. And you're going to notice out of these 21 questions, we are going harder into the relationship area. Because I think that this is so important to have that positive co-regulation is what creates a more relaxed nervous system. It's how we get out of fight or flight response. It's how we get out of a freeze response. So I'm really going deep this year into the relationship questions. Also, when you think of the five relationships that you spend the most time with, do they represent the person that you are becoming or do they represent the person that you were Five years ago, over in my Amplified Monthly Membership, we just had our first call of 2021, and one of my clients was explaining how she took inventory and realized that she had learned over the years to connect to others 
through judgment and negativity. And that didn't feel good for the person that she has become since she's been doing this work on herself. So she wants to find that more uplifting community. Probably a big reason why she invested in joining my community and the Amplified membership. But it's so important that who you hang out with is who you become. Next question that I want you to consider. Do I ask for my needs? Do I ask for help? Or am I a person who tries to do it all by myself? Boy, that is a recipe for overwhelm, and we've seen it in the statistics that in the month of September of last year, 865,000 women left the workforce, four times the rate of men. And this is not that we're talking about just jobs that were victims of the pandemic with, you know, being a server or a bartender. Literally, women at C-level executive titles who just walked away. Because of the tremendous pressure to deliver at work, but also at home. It's like juggling three jobs. And the research actually says that women at a two-to-one margin feel more responsible to be the caretaker at home than men do. Which means men, to the guys listening today, we've got to step up and be better partners, first and foremost. Also, for the male CEOs and bosses out there... Keep this in mind, right? Check in with your employees. Ask them how they're doing. Ask them what they need. Because we really can't afford to lose women from the workforce. You know, companies with female leadership just statistically perform better (laughs) than the ones with an entirely male leadership team. Here's one more statistic that falls in line with that. uh, 70% of women say they don't have adequate support from their partner at home. Meanwhile, 40% of men believe that they're doing more than enough at home. So you can see that there is a gap there and a place where we need to have some more honest communications in marriages and relationships. And look, I'm just talking about the people who are in partnership for the single parents out there. You know, the pressure is even greater. One more question when it comes to relationships as we give you the 21 questions to help you gain clarity in 2021. Do I worry about what others think of me? And what reward do I get from that? Sort of a two-for-one question there. But so many people live in that anxious attachment response of worrying that they're not doing enough, worrying that they'll be perceived as not working hard enough. And then what happens? They just put in more hours. They drive themselves to burnout. Which is why 74% of remote work employees last year were uh, said that they were having signs of burnout as defined by the World Health Organization. And one other place where this shows up is actually survivor's guilt about thriving during the pandemic. That's been another place where people have tried to dim their light uh, that they don't want to appear as doing too well when others are suffering. There was a whole article that I read online where a lot of wealth advisors say that like their clients are trying to hide money or put it away in places where it won't be obvious. There are people who over the course of 2020 bought their dream vacation home but refused to post pictures on Facebook because of the guilt. And by the way, there is nothing wrong with you prospering during an economically tough time. There's so many people who have guilt that, oh, it's not spiritual or it's wrong for me to be doing well. It's your responsibility to do well. You know, when your needs are met, you're going to have more energy to show up for the people that you're responsible to. And you succeeding and thriving 
having money in the bank account and living your best life, you become a role model for other people to do the same. So those are the relationship questions that I want you to consider to get clarity in 2021. Area number three that we want to look at is really about clarity of capabilities and skills. The question is, where do I need to skill up in my life to make the greatest difference I can in the world? You know, we've gone through this phase for the past couple of years where everybody has been chasing that laptop living, becoming a digital nomad lifestyle. And what separates the people who are doing it versus the people who struggle with it? Well, to some degree, the people who are struggling just, you know, they want to create the content and the photos on Instagram, but they haven't actually skilled up or learned how to market and attract an audience. They haven't actually learned how to position their message in a way that, People will want to spend money with them. So whatever next level that you're trying to get to, it's going to require a better level of you. And you've got to start getting clear on where are the places that you should invest in your own learning or that you should be expanding your skill set. Uh, you know, I just met somebody in an entrepreneur group that I'm in. She's a fascinating woman in Indianapolis. Started out as a janitor at the USPS, but always wanted to advance and get into those executive jobs for people's offices that she's cleaning. Long story short, she got some mentorship, she skilled up, and now she's one of the top sales and marketing people <laughs> for the United States Postal Service in the state of Indiana. It was so inspiring to see that, but tremendous benefit in making sure you're clear about what you need to learn to get your next level. Also, what is one comfort zone that you could push that's going to have the greatest positive impact on your life. You know, what do they say? Everything you want is on the other side of your comfort zone. And a lot of people want to step into the next level of income. They want to create the soulmate relationship, but they don't want to put themselves out there to attract it. And another question here, when it comes to your clarity of skills, what is my zone of genius? Great book recommendation we've talked about on this podcast before is called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And he sort of breaks our daily uh, tasks down to our zone of genius, the thing that we're best at, the place where we're optimized and giving our best contribution to the world. But most of us don't live there. We live in our zone of excellence or in worst possible scenario, you're just living in your zone of competence. You're doing the things that you can do, but they don't really inspire you, and it's not allowing you to really live the most fully expressed life. You know, they tell you that 80% of your time should be spent on activities that are in your zone of genius. In my business, for instance, I know the things that I am best at are when I am creating coaching programs, when I am in the trenches with my clients, when I'm doing media interviews and appearances, you know, to, to spread this message to more and more people. I know that the, with my media background, those are the things that I'm best at. The things that I can do, but I don't enjoy it, you know, designing like little PDF workbooks <laughs> that, uh, that I can give away on my website. I don't enjoy that, so I outsource it. You know, I have a team of people who do that. I don't want to sit and update and design my website. I have other people who do that. And that's really what brings us to the other important question here as we look at your skills and capabilities for the year is where are you wasting time in your life doing things that you could outsource or delegate? Now, that can be about your career or business, but it could also be in your home life. 
You know, what are the things there? How much time are you spending uh, doing dishes or cleaning the house or cooking food when you don't enjoy cooking? Would it be better to free up your time to hire one of the meal prep services that are out there? I mean, that's gotten really affordable to have healthy meals delivered to your door. Maybe you could have a housekeeper come once a week if, you know, that's safe in COVID. There is an asterisk there. But thinking about, you know, even if it's your laundry, you know, most laundry mats will do and fold the laundry for you. Ship that out. Take the things off your plate that steal your joy. And you don't have to do this in every area. I am sensitive to the economic reality that people are facing. But can you pick one or two things that will just free up five hours of your week? That's five hours you could spend at the gym on your health goals writing your book, starting your business, whatever it is that you want to do, time is actually the most valuable resource. Most of us are busy thinking about, should I spend the money? Money will come, it will go, but time just goes. You don't get it back. So let's make that a priority in 2021. And finally, if you are a longtime listener of Life Amplified, this last area of focus should not be a big surprise for you. You have clarity of who you are, but you also need clarity of your purpose, which is not just about you. It's what you're sharing with the world. What does your highest and best version of yourself want to share with the world? And what value can you offer the world that nobody else can? That's a tricky one for people, especially if you suffer from imposter syndrome. There are many people that have a great book idea. They're like, well, but this idea has already been written about. Well, yeah, no crap. I mean, if you watch any movie or read any book, all these stories have been told before in some way, but nobody can tell the story with your words from your perspective in the way that you want to tell it. Also, when you're thinking of this idea of purpose, another powerful question for you is, what do I want my epitaph to be? What do you want people to say about you? I know, right? Like people are like, Dan, it's a new year. We want to be inspired. You're already trying to kill me. No, but sometimes there is tremendous value. And I believe it was my friend Jeanette Schneider who talked about this on the podcast uh, a couple years ago about on those tough decisions, making the decision from your deathbed. Like, will you have regretted not making the decision one day when your time is up? It's a really powerful way to get clear on what's most important to you. And the final question here on our list of 21 questions to give you clarity for the new year, how can I contribute in a way that adds meaning and fulfillment to my life? Because you can be doing all the work, you can have all the money, but if there's nothing meaningful, if there's not, you know, I heard Brendan Burchard use the phrase once uh, uh, about meaningful pursuits. And, you know, he says that that's just as important as having a purpose, you know, because our purpose will shift. It will adapt over the course of our lifetime. But making sure that you're doing the things that add meaning to you personally, and that's such a different answer for every person. I can't tell you what that is for you here on the podcast. If we spend some time together coaching, I could get you super clear about it. But there's a tremendous list of questions, and I'll give you one bonus one. For the new year. Out of all these questions that we've gone through today, and we've talked about these four areas of focus that you need to be clear on clarity of yourself, clarity of your skills and capabilities, and where you need to improve, clarity of your relationships, and ultimately clarity of your purpose. But if there's one question that resonated the most for you in this episode, 
I highly suggest writing it down, taping it to your laptop, putting it above your desk, and putting it somewhere where you can check in on that question every day this year, making that a central focus point for you. So you can go back, listen to this episode incessantly, take notes, write those questions down. But I'd love to hear your breakthroughs and ahas as you reflect on what we've discussed today. Uh, be sure to follow me on Instagram at CSC Dan Mason. You can screenshot this podcast, upload it, tag me, let me know what you learned, slip into my DMs. Let's have that conversation. You can also join our private Facebook community. We have a link to that in the show notes. And of course, if you would like some one-on-one -on -one assistance this year to stop talking about making the change, not just intellectually getting it when you listen to the podcast, but embody it, taking new action, I got you, friend. Got a couple spots open for one-on-one -on -one VIP coaching. You can apply at my website, creativesoulcoaching.net. Also, we have kicked off the Amplified Monthly Membership Program, which is a powerful group. We've already got people across three countries who have joined. I do a live monthly training for the group for two hours. Uh, there are weekly Facebook Q&As in a private community, uh, and it's a super attractive investment point also. You can ask for info on that if you go to my website as well. I love you. I appreciate you being here. I am so lit up and excited about 2021 and am excited to serve you. Thank you for being part of my community. I'll talk to you next week. In the meantime, turn down the volume on your negativity. Turn up the volume on your purpose so you can live life amplified. <laughs>